IT director for been an agilist, worked with Scrum teams, handled Scrum of Scrum meetings with a lot of Scrum masters, and been part of the agile promotion office or value management office, or been an agile coach, really, and built curriculums for several uh, teams of people who uh, are involved in different products and projects and uh, work in IT landscape that is all based on cloud with uh, uh, interoperable microservice-based progressive architectures. Also traditionally transformed from MVC, MVVM, uh, different types of architectures into, I've been a Salesforce consultant in Salesforce. E-commerce development using progressive architectures using open source solutions like Adobe, Magento, and so on. So in this podcast, I'd really like to talk about, I'm handling a team which has got resources working globally from the U.S., Europe, different parts of Europe, Japan, and teams working out of India. Everybody's doing different things. Everybody's got their own project plans. This is an e-commerce project, so you have a logistics project plan. You have an e-commerce site development project plan. And then you have a project plan which comes from uh, another uh, uh, product team, uh, Adobe Experience Platform, who provide the uh, CDP environment, which is like a data lake. And then they are also into providing uh, tags for all the Magento pages which uh, in which we're building the website. So you have different teams and dependencies all the time and a lot of impediments that keeps happening. As a program manager in charge of making sure you have overall responsibility for deployment and delivery of the entire solution, it becomes extremely critical and important to track and monitor the project. You work with people and you work with product owners on the client side who say they want this, this, and this. And then you have uh, teams that deliver on it. So it's important to understand like from sprint zero which is the scratch how predictable the team is so they have a certain set of planned items and then they have actual items they have delivered how predictable are they in planning how have they achieved their estimation forecasts and delivery forecasts what percentage of target items do they meet within the time box which is a sprint or an iteration which happens on a weekly basis or so in our case it's bi-weekly are they setting targets or are they meeting less than 50% of planned items and so on so this is an important task and also meantime to recover how long does it take when when there's a high severity production incident how quickly have they been able to bring things back into functioning mode and when they make releases all the time, you have uh, high severity incidents. So what percentage of their releases have these high severity incidents? Of course, they're building the product on staging. They have pre-production and production, which is three different environments. And production is a live environment and two lower environments. Um, how are we automating test cases? And how are we writing unit test cases, automating test cases? So test automation always happens when you have, uh, it matures when you have a steady state project. So when you're doing scratch development all the time, you're not really worried about, it's mostly manual functional tests. 
systems integration test. You kind of look at different use case scenarios, try to put things together and see how you can critically test and break the system and find issues related to performance, functionality, features, and so on and so forth. And then what is the defect ratio when it comes to development when they deliver on user stories or work items in their backlog? You know, the defect ratio can be either a count of items or points. And we can see if it's 10%, 20%, what's the defect ratio. So I always monitor that on a constant basis. And then you have the work breakdown structure is very important. It's got to be broken down at the lowest level rate. So on an average, how long does it take for them to deliver a story to production and deliver value to the customers once it's pulled in process by the team? That's something that one's got to constantly monitor. Is it less than three days, one week, two weeks, three weeks? Got to be a consensus and a common sense of urgency in bringing things down uh, quickly to the business and make it available for the users. So you have feature cycle time, story cycle times, and so on. And not just that, there's impediments all over the place from different teams. So impediments indicate any barrier that impacts the team's ability to deliver, right? So the information is really of value as it captures any event that could impact the team's ability to focus and that could lead to risks in the overall project timeline. It could mean you have to pull extra capacity or diminish the team's momentum. What percentage of the work is blocked by uncontrollable factors such as approvals or decisions, contract rate related things that you're waiting on from business and try as hard as possible to resolve those barriers and include barriers that affect the capacity and capability of the team responsible for development schedules and scope. Now you have uh, sprints that everybody talks about and releases that are supposed to happen at the end of every sprint cycle. But the deployment frequency on how often you deploy things and how often you release value to your customers is a separate thing, and that doesn't have to be at the end of every sprint. Many times, you know, several releases can happen as soon as, you know, the continuous deployment can happen instead of waiting for a two-week cycle to get completed. The lead time to deploy is how long does it take for a final change which could be a code base change or configuration or communication and commit to the change successfully running in production and get it available for experience by the customer or end user. So this can be articulated in another way. Uh, you have feature throughput of the targeted develop, uh, deliverables. How many does your team release every two weeks on an average and so on? And how much improvement have you had over your baseline? And how much improvement you can make in throughput of accepted user stories is something that one's got to really focus on and constantly monitor and try to increase. You know, development can't happen if you don't have confidence on what you want. And it's important to have a team that has the right knowledge, skill, motivation, and tools to meet your end business goals. It could also help to know how confident people are and constantly work on it. 
and identify your team's confidence and ability to meet the current goals which have been identified in planning sessions for the quarter or for the release. So effective facilitation of all these aspects. Meetings which are not waste of time and are only results driven is important and one's got to be an effective facilitator who manages and runs these team meetings there's always a room for improvement and so constantly keep working on right perspectives and valuable lessons that you can pick up so you continuously invest in improving your facilitation of this whole complex delivery operation that's what leadership is all about and that involves managing impediments being a subject matter expert providing good solutions Investing in coaching, mentoring, pairing up people, and identifying right skill sets and improving individual skills. And as a team, the members of a team could have acquired technical skills in different domains. So do not rely on only one or two individuals always and make sure that you have specialists who are deeply specialized in one area and also always willing to learn new skills and in areas related to and become cross-disciplined and cross-functional so they can deliver end-to-end value and reduce on the bottlenecks that can happen in the absence of somebody or when you run into risks. Yeah, this is, uh, this is all very important to the successful realization of your goals and outcomes. And first, you need to have clearly defined goals or measurable outcomes. So do create goals and measures for success don't focus on just the output but look at the value that it's creating track how you're going towards it and against it this should help you really achieve the vision and purpose of your business driven by priorities so very good luck and I hope to meet you again in the next episode. Good luck with your project management. I'm with you. Uh, Subscribe if you like this podcast and give me a thumbs up. And I hope to stay in touch. Have a good one. Bye.